Previously on the Fable Forge. I hit that boy in the head. Winter is like, these are whites. You can't, don't do that. Physical damage doesn't do jack crap. I'm glad someone went to pound school. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. So I take my arrow out and I start to pull it, but then Stick Boy's like, touch, and it starts to glow. Good. And I shoot it. She threw her hand up in the air and her hand started to glow with like this bright white light. She cuts this thing's head clean off its body. You find a small, flat, sort of dirty plastic. One of the edges is glowing with the charge. What's your whole deal with winter? You've both made a couple uh, passing remarks. I caused some trouble. There was a there was a man. I uh, I didn't. I took their letters. I have a really hard time trusting people. Thanks for trusting me. I think your heart's in the right place. Mail fraud is a very serious crime. Is your heart ready to be warmed by friendship? Is your mind ready to be intrigued by mystery? Is your body ready to be awed by magic? Then you're ready for The Fable Forge. dream the same dream, but it's much more vivid this time. You wake in warm water and look up at the blue light. Your hair is white and flows around you gently in the still, strange liquid that embraces you. You stand and are surrounded by trees and blue, glowing water. This place feels familiar. Home? Not quite home. Not quite not home. You walk through room after room of forests and water. You walk out into darkness and dirt, and you walk up, up, up into the open air. You separate from the woman Lenora has called Aviana, and you see her face finally. It's a familiar face, a friendly face. It's the woman you know as Daisy. She walks past you and toward the warm yellow glow of the village down the hill from her. You wake up. What? Hey, cool. Uh, I, we, we both wake up? Did we have the dream at the exact same time? Is that yes. important to the... It's okay. not important to the narrative, but you did. Okay. Then I bet I woke up and I said the word, Mom. And then I like didn't want to look dumb. So I pretended I was just like... <laughs> and I like roll back over and like try to go back to sleep. But I'm like definitely awake and I'm thinking really hard about what the hell this dream means. Wait, hold on. Deception check. <laughs> yeah. Give me some of that. <laughs> so I got a negative one in deception, so I'm really good at it. That's what that means. Low mm-hmm. numbers are good. So I rolled my my 20-sided die, subtracted one from the result, and it is a three. So, you know. You all got saying mommy. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, dear mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something along those lines. Yeah. Sit straight up in bed. 
I love my mom. Winter's like, go back to sleep. Your mom's not here. And then, you know, I do play it off because that's my deception check. But yeah. you all know. <laughs> yeah. Torrin, you're awake for Corey's. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he had the same dream, which is nice. I'll just sit up and just sort of in Corey's direction. I'll say, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Tough guy dreams. <laughs> That's what I say. You're too strong to live, too beautiful to die. <laughs> when you asked Lenora if she yeah. knew anything about this dream, yeah. she told you that she had, but it was a variation of this. She gave you this name. Oh, yeah. She told you that the figure was walking down toward a city. Mm, okay. Uh, so you're uh, no. sort of, you're getting more of the picture. Right, we're continuing to get this picture. So you both know. This addition isn't a new addition, except for that you now know who this figure right. is. But Lenora didn't seem like she recognized. Lenora did not. So Lenora probably didn't see her. F- well, we can talk about this in yeah. the game, but right. yeah, yeah, she probably definitely. didn't see her face. And yeah. um, or Daisy's not Lenora's real mom. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about this in in game? Because you probably should. No, I'm embarrassed. I have to go to sleep. We'll talk about it afterwards. I can see that he is <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see that he's me, I'll talk he's flustered. Um, yeah, like I'm still trying to process what happened. He's clearly still trying to process what happened. I don't think either of us are going to have anything worthwhile right now. So I'm just going to give it a, a little bit to a little bit of time. Let it sink in. Sleep on it. Yeah. So you both go back to sleep? Eventually I do. I think. I try to. I mean, you're probably, not to impose things on you, but I'm guessing you're tired. Oh yeah, I'm real Uh, tired. Yeah, we're- You've been walking for a very long time. You went down a water slide. You know, you had to to fight a guy. Mm -hmm. You're probably pretty exhausted. Yeah. A guy. He was. He was. He was a guy. Two guys. <laughs> Two guys. Yeah. guys. Two whole guys. They came out of that guys. lake. Guys. Those guys really tired me out. Yikes. <laughs> so yeah, Torin, Torin kind of sits up, looks over, and talk about it in the morning. Tough guy dreams. Tough, tough, tough guy dreams. Tough guy dreams. <laughs> like, winces, rubs his side where some of his wounds had been. Yeah, all right, Winter. Yeah, fine. It's quiet. Stick boys wandered off over there somewhere. He took Felix with him. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. quiet. Good. Good. Yeah, it's the best news we've had all day, honestly. Yeah. Doran's going to slowly roll over and make his way to his feet. And just say to Winter, uh, taking a walk. If I need anything, I'll yell. Uh, okay. You do you, man. I, I can't stop you. It's a bad idea, but... Well, bye, I guess. Not the first one I've made, is it? No comment. And I uh, just walk. Where did we make camp? By the lake where you fought the guys. The guys. The whites, yeah. Whites, um, yeah. The white guys. So you could go back the way you came toward the following the stream towards the big lake where you found the fish. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Yeah, so I'm going to go closer to the water and just sit and think for a while. And then. Say, Axel, uh, Axel, if you can hear me, I have a few questions. There's a comedic noise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like me to insert? 
a comedic um, noise? No, I think I can. It's sort of a... <laughs> the same turtle appears that you made this uh, deal with. You notice that when he speaks, his voice doesn't echo. Mm. You're in this very large... This is where the water slide empties out. So it goes yeah. up, 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 up. It's a big cavernous area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, well, Torin, I wondered when you finally figured out that you should have asked me something. It's been two days. He looks at his watch. <laughs> he did. He did. He looked at his watch, <laughs> his turtle watch. What can I do for you? I'd like to ask some questions. And if you can answer them, I'd like you to try. Okie dokie. Why am I, why am I being sent down here? I can't tell you that. You, uh, you can't? I literally can't tell you that. Doesn't seem suspicious. No further questions. I would, again, as the DM, like to establish that Faye, in my world at least, live by old Faye rules, which is they can't Mm -hmm. lie. Mm -hmm. So if you ask them a direct question, they can't tell you a false thing. Correct. Oh, that's good to know. Do you know that, Torn? Yes. You can't tell me. Correct. Who or what is preventing you from telling me? My master, of course. Can you tell me who your master is? Yeah, but it's not going to make any difference. You don't know who they are. How do you feel about your master? My feelings about him are inconsequential. It is what it is. Is it? Yep. It seems to me that your feelings for him mm-hmm. affect the instructions you give to me. They affect a lot about this relationship that we have. I mean, I suppose you could say that, but you asked me, why were you sent down here? I don't know. I assumed I was, I'm sent down here to discover something that you I assume so, yeah, but I don't know what it is. And you're doing this at the behest of someone else. Correct. Was that not clear? It is clear now. Oh, great. What's your stake in it? Oh, my freedom. (gasps) Your freedom. So if I do this for you, you pass it along to your master and your master frees you. I doubt it. (laughs) But that is what has been said? Not in so many words. Look, I'm a servant. I do as I'm told with the promise of someday gaining freedom. I don't expect it to come anytime soon. I'm an immortal being. If you want me to take your powers back, all you gotta do is say so. Sounds like you're having regrets. What I hear is... (laughs) Uh, I don't regret this choice. Great, what are we talking about? Where do my powers come from? Oh, from my master. Ah, so you're an intermediary. Yes. Middle manager. Yes. Do you have any idea of the powers that you've given me? What they do? Yeah, I have some idea. Are they influenced by your nature? No. What are the nature of my powers? I describe them as eldritch. So your your master, they are an eldritch being? Sure. I mean, I'll give you his name if it'll make you feel better, but it's really not going to help you any. Corey and David want to know it. <laughs> I would. Oh, his name's Hawthor. If you want something next time, just ask for it. <sighs> if I want something... Like a name. Didn't know that I wanted his name until you said something. Oh, well, I shouldn't have said anything. Well, maybe you shouldn't have. 
Are we done? No. I've got things to do. You're not my only what Cl- would client? We call it? Client? I think contractor, client temp employee. You're not a yeah. temp employee. Oh, good luck with that one. Oh, no. You're locked in, baby. What is the benefit to you that I am working? Oh, nothing. I'm just following orders. You ever had a boss, Torin? I have. I'm just following orders. How intelligent are you, Axel? It's a weird question. That is a weird question. It's your IQ, Axel. Based on what? In comparison to whom? In comparison to me, your master. I would say you're not very intelligent, and I'm probably much more intelligent than you are. As for Hawthor, I'm a fae. He's basically what amounts to an all-knowing being of an unimaginable evil. I mean, connect the dots. What does any being of unimaginable evil want? Do you want my theory? Is that what you're asking me? Mortals are so boring. Just ask what you want. You don't know what his plans are. You don't presume to know. Do you have ambition? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. I'm a servant one way or the other. I see. I have theories. I have an educated guess. But that's not what you're asking me. I was trying to see if you had any sort of uh, backbone. Oh, decidedly not. Yes. Good. (laughs) Well. I can't free you. You've made a contract not with me, but with my master. I am just middle management. I understand. You're a useless sycophant. (laughs) No, I'm chaotic evil. No, there are ten alignments. One of them is useless sycophant. Ah, Oh, I'm a useless sycophant. Calling me names isn't going to do anything. You're immortal. You're going to be dead in what? Looks at watch again. (laughs) 30 years or so? I don't care what your opinion is. Are we done? Yes. Bye. Good night, Axel. (laughs) He poops away. My favorite new idea is that there's a new column in good, neutral, evil, useless. Like, you know, you got chaotic and you got neutral and you got with lawful and mm-hmm. you can be lawful useless. You can be chaotic useless. You can be neutral useless. I think that's a morality. Yeah. It's like, I yeah. just don't do anything. Useless. And I will slowly stump back to uh, to my bedroll. Who are you talking to? Uh, a fae. Oh, that one that you made the deal with so you can like sh- sh- shoot bugs at bats or whatever. Yeah. Provide food for bats. Uh, yes. Shaman Sean seemed happy with he it. He loved it. What do you have to say? Gave me a little insight into the the higher workings of the management structure that I've joined. Wow, you know, sounds my, riveting. Yeah, my boss is, uh, well, my boss is an unspeakable evil. And well, we've my, all been uh, there. My manager is a useless uh, fae. He's just useless. He's literally chaotic useless. <laughs> chaotic useless. When people ask me my alignment, that's going to yeah. be my new chaotic alignment. useless. Like, I like having a lot of fun. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> 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 so you all wake up, I'd say six hours later, you get a good mm-hmm. night's sleep. Roll perception for I me, please. No, I will. Ooh, yeah. That's so good. It's a four. <laughs> I got a nine. Here, we better let Winter do it. We also have, if it's not something that we are actively looking right. for, we have passive. Yeah, passive. what is your passive? We've gone 15. over this. My passive is 12. So if it's just there and we could notice it. Sure. Yeah. So you wake up actually because there it has begun a, a, a strange, slow, 
thrumming sound in the silence, mm-hmm. otherwise silence of the caves. It's less of a sound and more of something you can feel Okay. in your chest. There's that moment in Fellowship of the Ring, if you see it in the movie theater when the ring wraiths go by and the ring is like thrum, thrum, and it makes mm-hmm. your chest kind of rumble. Yeah. And it's kind of unpleasant, but also kind of like so novel that it's huh. maybe not. It's like, oh, this is this is interesting. Yeah, and it's not that strong. It's okay, not as okay. strong as Dolby Digital would <laughs> make it. But you can feel it's a pulse. It's a slow build and then a s- gentle release. Mm-hmm. A slow build huh. and a gentle release. And it's not like my phone vibrating in my pocket or anything. It, is, it would be gentler than that. Well, right. I also don't have I a know phone. you do Jokes don't. on you, DM. <laughs> oh, God. You got me. Take one inspiration. Ha, ha. Yeah. The guy got you point. <laughs> People love it when you get them. Yeah. Yeah. So Winter doesn't seem to have noticed. She's up. She's unpacked her pack and has laid out some cheese and some uh, some grapes and things for you guys for breakfast. God, cheese and grapes. Hell yeah. I'm so glad we brought Winter on Yeah, this. wow. Actually, I say that in character. Oh, shit, cheese and grapes. I mean, it might be our last meal, right? I figured we better live I'm it up. glad we brought you on this adventure. Oh, thanks. Now, I don't think I realized that until just now, but cheese and grapes are hey. the two ways. Well, there are lots of ways to my heart, but I think these little round purple boys are certainly one of and them. And I'm not a stick boy, so I had to prove myself exactly. another way. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I didn't know how many small, cute things could be around me and soften me. Yeah, he's back, by the way. I trust him at this point to manage himself. Yeah, he I mean, seems to know what, what are we going to do? Stop him? I don't know. It's like he's a Roomba. Fine. You just kind of hit yeah. the button on it and it goes. Bumps into walls and shit. I know what Roombas are. That's the thing. We've just made canon. So you have breakfast. Pack up your stuff. And this thrumming is still going on. Mm-hmm. It's just a quarter like... Sort of perpetually happening? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not scary. Mm-hmm. You okay. probably feel like you should be scared. There's nothing attached to it. There's no light. There's no other... There's no sound. There's nothing skittering down hallway. There's nothing. Just that. Just this gentle white noise, almost. Huh. Vibration, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. I don't want to call it a sound. It's not really a sound. Are we walking now? Are we, like, setting <laughs> Well, out? if you're ready to face that dark tunnel, which is your next... Oh, can we just go back? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I don't want to go down the tunnel. I changed my mind. I hate Oasis. Let's leave. Uh, I asked Torin at the breakfast table. Mm-hmm. I put my hand on your shell first because I know I'm like if Torin's vibrating, then this is coming from Torin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're not, then I'll be like, okay, cool. And then I ask you, Torin, are you also feeling this thrumming? I am. Yes. Like in Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> When the Nazgul have the ring, and in Dolby Digital 7.1, it thrums throughout the... Like that. You know what I mean? No, I, I, thought, it, I thought it was more like, you know, when, uh, when a train goes by oh, your house, right. but it's like not close enough to make your entire house rumble. Everything just sort of shakes. Oh, right. Imperceptibly. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? 
you know, normal person stuff. Hi, oh, Winter. Good hi. morning. Hi. Yeah, I'm are here. You, are you vibrating? No. <laughs> cool. Masturbation's fine, but I shouldn't have asked. Uh, <laughs> I mean, neither the time nor the place, friend. Yeah, Corey, I did gotta tell you. Uh, so are you vibrating, though? That's a thing? There's a feeling in my chest, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's sort of a, almost like a heartbeat. Definitely got that one too. I mean, other than my regular heartbeat. I'm glad you also still have that. That's good. Yeah. After we faced those white guys yesterday, pretty threatening. Yeah. Uh, so, Winter, you're sure? Sure, you're not. Uh, you're not vibrating or feeling a thrumming or anything no, like that. No, I'm not. I don't. Mm. That's weird. Oh. I, I mean, I'm, yes, I definitely, definitely agree. <laughs> so as weird. as you're talking about it, um, it fades. It begins to, like, each pulse gets less and less and less mm-hmm. and less, and then it's gone. Damn it. Um, well, maybe if we don't talk about it. All right, well, back. guys, we got, like, three days left, so we should probably head down this creepy tunnel. Anybody? Uh, I mean, I got dark vision. You guys are kind of boned. Yes, I wouldn't use that word, but you're right. Well, better light your torches. Come on, kids. I think Torin goes to say that, uh, you know, like, yeah, we, neither of us, like, I'm really... I'd rather not be boned. And then looks down the tunnel and blinks, Coriander. Yes, Torin. How far down that tunnel can you see? Oh, you know, this many. And I hold up just a fist. I got nothing. That's very dark. Torin just nods, says, well, why don't you go in the middle? Sure. I mean, I've got plenty of torches and fire. Also, Stick Boy's kind of like a little oh, lamp. Yeah, he's like a little lantern. We could bring this boy. Come on, SB. Hop, hop. Onto my back. He does. Does he hop, hop? Yeah, yeah, he hop, hops. Yes, I love that he knows how to hop, hop. <laughs> God, I love this Stick Boy. I think I'll let Winter go That's first. That's probably a good yeah. idea. Because uh, yeah. Torin is taking in the fact that uh, he can see 120 feet out into the darkness. Sure. He has nice. dark vision now. Oh, that's so handy. Now? Yeah. Oh, did you gain it from powers? I did. Tell me how. Um, uh, well, his boss is an eldritch god, so <laughs> all you have to do is sell your soul to an abomination, yeah, and look. you too can have dark hmm, vision. I'm intrigued. I stared into the void. Now you can just stare into the void. Yeah, and now I can stare <laughs> in the void and see things. <laughs> so as you're walking down this tunnel, yeah. you begin to see spider webs. Mm. And oh, it's been fun. You will perhaps remember that you were warned about spiders oh, yes. by oh, yes. your friends. I don't know what they're catching down here, and neither mm, do yeah. you. That's, that's a scary thought, too. Yeah, that's also a scary thought. Yeah, so, bats, baby. So, wait, we, do we see spider webs like on a ceiling, walls? Yes. Floor? Yes. yes. Oh, God. No. Yes. Do I get sticky in them? Yes. No. Can I roll dexterity to not get sticky? <laughs> to see if I get sticky? Sure. How sticky am I? <laughs> oh, I hate that I word. I am not sticky. I got a six. I'm so sticky. <laughs> and you walk the tunnel widens out into what is probably a bigger cavern, although it's hard to tell because it's white. Oh. Uh, actually. <laughs> With spider if, web. If I see Coriander step on webs, yeah. I'm just going to say, oh. Hold on a minute. Coriander. Yes? How much do you know about spiders? 
I'll tell you, Torin, but first let me pull out a D20 and roll Knowledge Nature. I know nine about spiders. You're proficient in it, though, aren't you? Roll the six. Oh. All right, so, Torin, they, I, I got the big three. Mm-hmm. They make a web, they get a bug, they eat that bug, they nasty. That's four. Ooh. Did you ask me what I knew about counting? Because <laughs> that's even uh, lower than what uh, I know uh, about uh, spiders. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I got a 15 on a knowledge oh. nature check. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm going to kind of, through talking this out with Coriander, um, are there places that we shouldn't be stepping, like strands that are going to carry vibrations to oh. show where we are, or are there some that we get stuck to? Ah. Should we be walking more carefully? You know what? Your guess is as good as mine. Well, it's like a basement full of spider webs. They're not big strands. Okay. They're like cobwebs. Okay, got it. This so is it's, not, it's not this like... This is like bleh, a spider web. It's not like, oh, oh God, I'm stuck on a spider it's web. It's okay. No, right. no, So no, it's no. not like right. ropes. That's no, all. you're like okay. in an old abandoned basement. Okay, that is good got to it. know. Okay, that, that is... Yes. yes. Okay, so I think I'm still going to walk a bit more carefully and try not to disturb sure. the web. Sure. You hear a skittering sound. Please roll initiative. Groovy. <laughs> and I would like to point out that Torin is going to try not to disturb anything. He is still <laughs> going to disturb oh, yeah. all kinds of webs. I would say these spiders are pretty down with the sickness. They're very disturbed. So you walk into this larger room. Stick Boy's kind of shaking his little boots, trying to get this web oh, off oh. of his boots. <laughs> he's on your shoulders still. Yeah, because there's spider webs like, everywhere. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, he, no, hates he hates it. He hates sticky stuff. Yeah. He told me that. Yeah. As you're walking into the... the there's n- Nothing's moving. It seems like, you know, you, you can see the tunnel continue mm-hmm. up ahead, and it seems to clear of uh, spider web as mm-hmm. it as it goes along and you hear winter go ah yuck from behind you the whole tunnel behind you is oh. filled with tiny nope skittery nope little spiders well i hope you learned fire magic from that nasty thing <laughs> winter is gonna stomp <laughs> For lack Winter of a better thing to attack. do. Yeah. She does not hit a dang spider. That's she tough. is freaking out. Yeah. She's not having a good time. Oh, Winter. There's like three of them on her horns and she's like, blah, blah, get them oh, off me. No. The spiders are going to go and they're going to bite her. God. Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah, she starts screaming. She is oh, unhappy. No. Corey. Gross. Hi. They are swarming toward you. They are intent on eating your sweet flesh. That's cool. I think that's fun. I have two spells. One is speak to animals and (laughs) one is ensnaring strike. And I'm just going to go ahead and imagine that speak to animals is not going to be like super handy Mm, right now. They're going to be like hungry, 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 hungry. Yeah, they're just going to say nasty stuff to me (laughs) and it's not going to help me. No. And I don't like it. So the other problem is ensnaring strike is like for one particular very hard thing, but not a big group. Can I, as a rule question, Mm -hmm. I have a torch. Can I like push the torch down like into all the web like as far as i know like web seems pretty flammable and like that might kill some spiders so i look at my like i think about my bow and i'm like i'm not gonna shoot spiders with a bow no that's (laughs) a dumb idea i'm not doing that so i take my torch and i just stab it down into the ground in the middle of as many spiders as i can get Uh, roll attack i would say plus your dex yeah, that seems good. These spi- that's what this, I use for my scimitar, so I might as well. This spider swarm 
just so you all know, has <laughs> negative five charisma. Gross. <laughs> It has charisma. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. They're I, only dexterous. They've got nothing else going I love for them. It like oh. decides. Well, we do have to assign charisma if we happen to befriend this spider. Charisma is one, and take it to town. They will not be very. They well cannot liked. be charmed. Oh shit! I'm afraid. Well, I was I was hoping on smooth. You also them, can't but... restrain them, so I'm glad you didn't cast your restrain spell. <laughs> oh shit! Mm-hmm. What I got is an eleven plus three dexterities. That is a. 14. The webs around immediately around you go up in flame. Please roll damage. Okay, what does fire do? Any five-foot cube of webs exposed to fire burns away in one round, dealing 2d4 fire damage to any creature that starts its turn in the fire, which is the spider swarm. So I'm going to roll 2d4, and I do three damage. (laughs) Take that, spider swarm. Got him. Torin's turn. So Torin is going to think for a moment, and then I'd like to, if I can, focus on one of the spiders, and I pull out a little flea. Pardon? And I say, if you're hungry, eat. Oh. And I, I'd like to cast infestation oh, uh, on nice. one of the spider, or on on one of the spiders, which causes a cloud of mites or parasites to appear. Wow. If I can. Sure. Why do you think you wouldn't be able to? What I would like to do is I'd like to try to steer some of them away. Ordinarily, the the mites, they appear, do some damage, and cause the person, the creature that you cast it on, to move in a random direction as they're trying to, like, jump around. And is that... Oh. What is that condition called? Um... Is that frightened? No, it just says the target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or it takes 1d6 poison damage and moves five feet in a random direction if it can move. Mm. And it speeds at least five feet. I guess what I'm looking for more is to get them to eat the mites. Yeah, give it a shot. And maybe be uh, lured in the You're going to stall them? Yeah. Yeah, stall them. So they can make a... And they're poison mites. So they'll take damage, too. It says one creature that I can see within range. So is the swarm an entire creature? The swarm is a creature. Okay. So I'm going to cast it on the swarm, then? Yep. It's going to make a constitution saving throw? Yeah, it didn't make it. Okay. It has to be to to 13. (laughs) Yeah, no. Okay. Two points of poison damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eat it. And then it's going to move in a random direction. The thing is... Like, logistically speaking, you're not going to be able to move the entire swarm. Right. I mean, you can move a chunk of them. Yeah. And so that was kind of what I was looking to do was maybe, I mean, I guess like, fine. maybe snag the ones that are near winter and get move them. Get them off her head. Get, yeah. <laughs> um, That's nice of you. Maybe if I could lead them into the fire. Well, the fire would have gone poof and is out. Oh, sure. Okay. They're going to move west if that matters. But my intent is to distract them with food, get them off of winter, Yeah. then the mites vanish because they're just conjured. Okay. Poison mites. I'd also like to, if we were in a line, I'd like to step a little bit off to the side. Sure. You know, so I can have a clear line of view and... Yeah, so you're like in a triangle kind of. Yeah. Standing next to him and next to Corey and Winter's behind you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Winter is freaking out. She's just going to try to step on him because she's not having a good time. <laughs> she does... Three points of damage as she smooshes some of the spiders. Smoosh them. Under her boots. 
still a fairly sizable swarm. They are starting to climb up Corey's leg. Um, and they're going to bite you. They're going to bite you. They did not bite you. They're just climbing. I wore my bite proof They're still pants. confused about the mite thing. They're like, what? But maybe the food's over there. They're a little bit turned around. But the buffet. But the buffet. So, yeah, Corey, mites, though. your turn. Well, since the fire worked a little, but now I'm out of fire. Why are you out of fire? Well, my torch, I put it on the ground. Your it's- torch is still lit. Oh. Torches don't go out because you put them on the ground. Oh, well, then I'm just going to wave it around a lot mm. at the spiders okay. that are on the ground. You're going to do the same, to poke a- them specifically. the same attack? Yeah, but instead of lighting the web on fire, I want to poke those spiders okay. individually. That's a terrible idea, the, but sure. The stupidest looking ones right in their dumb little spider faces. You, you light your own leg on fire. I no, continue. Them. Yeah, I attack the spider swarm with torch. Okay. It's basically what I'm saying. That okay, I do. do you have rules for that? Did you find that? It's like my scimitar attack but with a torch and i rolled an 18 that hits yeah you're knocking them all over the place yeah get out of here spiders this is my home now winter to give you a picture of this winter is screaming behind you and has completely lost her cool and is like stamping around blindly just like get him off and you're just like, I've gained yeah. my cool. <laughs> oh, yes. Gone, spiders. My this element. is my tunnel. Go ahead and roll damage, would you please? Oh, yes. All right, I will. Is that, uh, do you want me to do fire damage or do you want me to do? I'd say it's fire damage. Okay, so fair. I'll do the same thing that I did last time when you burn up a web and someone gets caught on fire. I do... Because you're inevitably catching web on fire oh, as you're shit, doing this. Yeah. I do eight damage. Oh, wow. Two fours on a 2d4 roll. Wow. Eight damage. Uh, I know how to do math. Yeah, you do. There are very few of them left. There's still some on your leg. Ah. Torin. Torin, there's still some on my leg. What's left is on your leg and to the west where you sent them last sure. turn. Okay. They're sort of standing there like stock still, kind of like, what the fuck? Like, they can't... They're recalibrating. So at that point, I think I would just pause for a moment, consider the... Consider the spider. Consider the spiders. And then just flex my claws, and I feel like little tears appear in the air. Shadow drips into my hand, and I fling it. Gross. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. I love the idea that you flex your claws and like rip open some other dimension and then like get some some gross goo and then you throw it at someone. God, your powers are so gross. I love it. Bugs and goo. For some ultra dimensional glue. So I will make uh, a ranged spell attack. Yeah, you better. Yeah, it's an eight. Not gonna do it. Well, they no, skitter out of the, the way. Goo. I tried. I think Winter is a little overcome. Okay. I guess she could run up and stamp on them, but with how she's badly, she's freaking out. It doesn't seem likely that she's willing to get closer to them. Sure. Yeah. So she just kind of stands there and goes, bleh, bleh, bleh. like she's, <laughs> she can still feel them like on her. Like she doesn't yeah. have any on her because you got mm-hmm. them off. But she's just kind of like, nope, I hate it. Yeah, but. no, it's it's that, I, I definitely know, it's that moment even like after you fling the bug away from where, you, where you're just like, no. You know <laughs> that, you know there's more. Yeah. Especially with a swarm. More. It's the gross. It's the gross. It's she's the got gross. the icks. The swarm is going to move up onto Torin. Cool. And they're going to bite. It's a 17 to hit. Well, that's my armor class, so that hits. No, oh, Torin. 
killed by spider. They do seven. Okay. Scary. And it is Corey's turn. Well, Corey loves this fire. And I say, Torin, Winter, trust me. Apparently, I know more than a knowledge nature check of nine about <laughs> spiders. They hate fire. Okay, so here's the question mm-hmm. uh, for the DM mm-hmm. and the rules in general. I can make an attack with my longbow, right? Like, this is a. There's not. Like, they're not yeah, impervious to arrows. I mean, you'll have to try and find out. I guess so. I'm just very intrigued by the idea of lighting an arrow on fire and shooting it at a spider. I mean, the spider is going to do damage. The if idea I, if I can hit the, the and spider. not set your friend on right. fire. So that's why I want to just shoot him off like a really cool guy. Just being like, Torin, I got you. And I snipe three spiders with arrows. Okay. It just sounds really fun. So I'm going to try a shot. it. It sounds I want to cool. shoot these spiders with a longbow because that's what you do to spiders. I got a 14. That hits. All right. And I did four piercing damage. You did two piercing damage. Oh, that's what the secret is. Or, in actual story speak, you hit two of them. I got two spiders. (laughs) (laughs) That's still pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You go, and you hit them right off of the top of Torin's head. These tiny little guys. It's worth it to do less damage because it's so cool. Torin? Yes. Your turn. Okay. Torin, did you see that? You literally have two more spiders and they are on your arm and they are ready they are they have intr- they are like Tuck and roll just roll around you're a turtle i'm just going to look at them and like flick my hand mm-hmm. and summon a few more mites So they can make another constitution save. Uh, 16. Okay, they make it. Oh, Uh, wow. These are the two smartest fighters in the swarm. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) They're Um, so tough that you look closer and they have eight buff little arms. (laughs) We lived. Sucker, sucker. I'm not going to get no mites. I like bread. They succeed. They don't take any damage. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to move a little bit farther away from Winter, I think. Okay, Winter's going to run up on you and, like, brush them off your arm, <laughs> like, in one, like, ah, motion. And she's going to step on the last two. And she hits them. There is one sad, stupid spider left. <laughs> Corey, would you like to do the honors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I take an arrow and I and I look into it that spider's eyes into its buff little eyes and I say hey buddy this one's for you and I shoot it with my longbow because I'm a weird ass person cool that shoots spiders with arrows and I got a 21 and I did 6 damage <laughs> to this dead. one tiny spider. It's dead. It's just gone. Yeah. Like, there's nothing it was there. there. And then there's now just yeah. an arrow there because Splorch. spiders aren't that big. I would like to say that um, after the battle, Torin is just going to go to winter and kind of check, kind of visually go over and like make sure there are no spiders. Yeah, she bends over and shows you the top of her head. She's like, it bit me right here. I can feel it. It hurts real bad. Am I going to die? Torn, be honest with me. Uh, She's like crying. It's a stupid way to die. I'm first going to make a medicine check, and that is a seven. Doctor style. Uh, And then I'm going to make a deception check, (laughs) which is a 17. Um, Which is, you're going to be okay. I didn't. Yeah, uh, it's fine. Yeah, I oh, mean okay. these. Like I saw these. These didn't look poisonous. Oh great! It should be fine. 
Oh, that was uh, so gross. I know. You're, <gasps> yes, it was disgusting. Are they gone? Did we get them all? Corey, did we get them all? We is a strong word. I got I stepped on like three. I mean. Yes, you did a nice job. Thank you. You did too. I was, I mean. Did you see the part where I shot them with arrows? No, that's dumb. Why did you? I mean, great. Good I job. Mean, I did it though, Yeah, you right? did. I sure did it. Uh, I would also like to point out that Torin has just invented a new skill <laughs> called Medeception. <laughs> where you fail a medicine roll and then you do a deception roll. Listen, it's, it's really it's, good. It's called malpractice. Hi. Welcome to my house. This is where I live. It's the middle of the podcast, and that's where I live. Thank you for listening. You made it here to my house, the middle of the podcast, where I live. A big thank you to you who's listening right now because you are, you're supporting us. And I love that. Another big thank you, more specifically, to our newest patron. Maddie. They joined at the $5 level on our Patreon, patreon.com slash thefableforge. And you can do that also if you want. There are all sorts of rewards like the ability to submit magical items, access to our Fable Forge Discord channel, personalized postcards from characters on the show, getting NPCs named after you, and at least three more that are very real, but you have to go to see for yourself at patreon.com slash the fable forge see see what i did there go see come follow us on twitter and facebook at the fable forge especially if you like that sweet personal touch which is funny because we almost named this show sweet personal touch but that name was already taken by a podcast about apples Next episode is sneaking out on July 30th, so keep your ears to the ground, keep your eyes on the sky, and keep your lungs inside your body where they belong. Can we just investigate the webs and see what they've been eating? Ooh, that's a nice thing to think about. Let's look. Investigation checks, everyone. Eleven. Yeah! Gardner got a yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... Uh, I can't help you there. Three. God damn, Yeah, now I'm starting to learn that when Gardner's excited, it actually means you're old <laughs> badly. Bugs. Oh, bugs. Oh, I know about bugs. Knowledge, nature, bugs. They're little. I... Oh, I got a 23 on my knowledge, Ooh, nature, about bugs. They are not bugs you have ever seen before. Oh. And they don't look subterranean. I mean, you can see a bug from China and be like, oh, hey, a bug. Yeah, a, a bug is a pretty easy right. clarification. To um, make. Just because it's not a bug that we see yeah. here, mm-hmm. you know it's a bug. Cool. Um, so they're bugs, bugs but they're nothing. I mean, you spent a lot of time out in the woods. Mm-hmm. I've been bitten by a lot of things. <laughs> right. They're normal bug size. What size are these bugs? Bugs. And you can't make out much more than that because they're wrapped up in webs. But like, you can see like, they're exoskeletons. They're they're weird. I yeah. mean, and we don't want to dawdle. Like, we don't want to like, hang out. Yeah, yeah. you don't really want to. I mean, time. winter's gone. Yeah, she's like, bye, yeah, gotta go. So I'm like, I'm doing a quick check, and I'm like, ah, those don't look familiar. Donner, I've never seen these bugs before. That's nice. Let's go another time. I'm gonna too scared. Snag one, the bug that he pointed out to me. Yeah. Okay. Put it in my bag. Okay. Take off. So you're walking down this long. I mean, it's wide enough for Torin, but only just. Clearly not well trodden. 
there's a lot of rocks in your way. It's kind of slow going and it heads steadily downward. It is dark. It is quiet. Occasionally you get a little bioluminescent bit of fungus every mm-hmm, now and then. Mm-hmm. Just kind of mm-hmm. weird, but okay. pretty. Fun. But we, Fun, yeah. I guess we had seen those farther up in the cave. Yeah, they're the same species. They've got the charge glow, so you can reasonably assume that that river is still running probably under your feet. Sure. Because that's clearly what gave them their color up above. Torin's going to just looking at the uh, at the fungus on the walls. Coriander. Oh, I know this tone. Y- yes, Torin. Perhaps we ought to talk about uh, that dream. I, I pick some of the fungus off of the wall as I'm walking past, and I'm like, "Whoa! Well, what do you mean? What? What? What dream? The dream we had last night." Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Uh, to be honest, I'm a bit worried about it. See, you recognize the person in the dream, right? I did, yeah. That's my mom. Yes. That's pretty weird. It is. That really, it sort of changes the game a bit about, you know, how I'm considering this whole dream business. It's feeling a bit too personal. I think it's always been personal. I'm not sure how I fit into it, but when we first spoke, Axel told me I'd need a true hold down here. Ooh, that's a chilly thought. <laughs> it is, because he's a... He really doesn't give a shit about me or you or anything, really. Huh. Chaotic useless, then. Yeah. Sounds about right. These dreams, you had them, your sister had them. I don't know why I had them. But you're here and you're having them. Yeah. Going back to your mother, though. Sure. She ever talked about her past with you? It, not a lot. She sort of downplayed a lot of it. Every now and then she'd tell us a fun story. My dad was really the one that told us the uh, the good bits, the nugs, uh, the stuff of legend. But my mom's always sort of just tried to shrug it off and move on, you know. Just keep doing the next thing. Sure. Being a mother, being a friend. She, I, I don't know. She's not really a braggart. Sure. It's hard to know. Did you recognize... That city that she was going to. I don't think so. Did I? Was it a village or was it a city or it's like? It's in the dark. It's very dark. <clears throat> All you can see is the, the is lights. the lights. It's small. Small. It's a village. It's small. not a city. You know, it's like fourteen buildings. No, definitely don't think so. But you know, I don't have dream dark vision, so I'm not sure. Like, but it doesn't, didn't seem like anywhere I'd ever seen. And of course, it you know that's my mom, and that's about the only that's as you probably have put the pieces together. That's why I woke up in the middle of the night. Yes, that might have been confusing for you, but uh, that's what happened. You know, I may not be as smart as your average uh, face sycophant. What? Nothing. He's bitter. I know a thing or two. To be honest, I'm worried about my mom now. Like, how's she caught up in this? Yeah, I mean, and then is it just a metaphor? Is it like, what are these dreams? It's frustrating to me, and I don't get it, and I stayed up pretty much all night thinking about it. So I'm getting a little, you know, what's the word? Antsy? Jittery. Jittery. Agitated. 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 I'm getting a little agitated about this whole thing, and I feel like I need a nap, but I know 
that I can't have a nap because if I have a nap, the city falls into the ground and we all die. I mean, it won't if I take a nap, but you know, you, yes, you can't I, sleep as uh, much as I'd like to sleep. I understand. Yeah. You, see, you see my point. So I'm going to continue to walk down this horrible dark tunnel with you, my new friend Torin, and my terrified friend Winter, and my beautiful sunstick boy, and we're going to see what happens. You, you say my name? What are you guys talking about? I just, you're my friend. Oh, thanks. I think. I like this idea that you guys just leave her out of every <laughs> yeah, part conversation you have. World. She wasn't vibrating, so she doesn't get to talk about the tree. And yeah, what was that? Vibration. I'm beginning to think that it was a uh... ghosts. Do you think spiders vibrate? I don't know much about spiders. I well, I mean, I suppose they do, but they must. But if it was the spiders, then Winter would have felt it, wouldn't she? Maybe Winter's immune to spiders. It didn't seem to be that way. Well, but... not in, in her emotions. It seems like the the charge is at the heart of this, and your family is at the heart of the charge. Unfortunately. Yes. How did you learn... How did you learn to use the charge? It's a good question. It was a... Uh, almost like learning a language. Uh, but but with with my family's history. Like learning a, uh, a tradition or a culture. So, who taught you then? My, my mother, Daisy. Daisy Truehold, my mother. Character card. Yeah. You saw her in a dream <laughs> last night. Press V to view journal. She... I mean, tell me more about that. Like learning a trade, a little more casual. Uh, it seemed very uh, emotionally strange, maybe important to her. Not in the way that she was saying, this is the most vital thing you'll ever have and never you know, do anything bad with it. Right. But, but that it was special. And I always knew that we were special and that because we could manipulate the charge, even little bits, that that meant something was special about me. Right. But, you know, I mean, I'm not an idiot, and every kid thinks that they have a cool, special power, and then they grow up, and they right. don't. But that we do, kind of. You do. Right. You do. And it's that there's a lot of charge happening under the city of Oasis. Yeah. And that's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, sorry to interrupt you guys, but I, I've heard stories about what life was like here before Daisy and Gargrim showed up. And, oh, like, yeah. there wasn't anybody who could do what they can do. I mean, there's a reason your family's so rich, Corey. I mean, the, the watch on my arm, the, the little miracles we see every day, the lights in our houses, all of that. Daisy brought that with her. I mean, you're best friends with Lenora. Yeah. She's basically, what, a charge tech? I guess that's what you call her. <laughs> right. Yeah. She makes the big bucks. Yeah, Daisy came into town, like, 25 years ago. She was real pregnant, and she had this husband who was kind of a rough-and-tumble guy, but turned out to be a great blacksmith. So, I mean, we, we people just took him in, and turns out Daisy, she's got a big heart. She can manipulate the charge. She's kind of a model citizen, really. We, everybody kind of took to her, so... I mean, my family, you know, they've, they've lived in Oasis, my, my parents chose to live in Oasis and have kids and so we've we lived outside of the city for part of it but I, I sort of remember I guess I must have missed it my parents had other priorities than I mean the charge existed it sounded like it wasn't there we just couldn't harness it 
to the extent that we can right. now. I mean, right. we had lights, but they were kind of crude, and you had to go back and get them blessed every, I don't know, however long it was. I, I wasn't very old either. I didn't right. have to do it myself, but right. y- it wasn't as efficient. It wasn't as easy. Yeah. And I, from my understanding, she retired from uh, adventuring. And came here to have her kid and settle down, I guess. Right. And then she had, like, what, 12 more? That's what happens. I guess. In my travels, like, how how far did knowledge of the charge extend? So you have been to three cities Mm -hmm. in your experience that have versions of this charge. Mm -hmm. They're different colors. The different places that you've gone, Oasis, Nomad, and Winterwold Mm -hmm. are all three places on your route where okay. you stop that mm-hmm. have this charge it's the same story it ends a mile outside the city limits they've built the city up because if you get outside too far outside the city limits the charge doesn't work anymore right it's uniform yeah everywhere you go where then does winter winterwolds in their narrative where does it come from i mean they've got an oracle just like everybody else okay they are also a, a hu- they are a new york sized city mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're a capital city they're all about trade enterprise right. making that sweet sweet money they but don't really care they don't they don't hold these oracles as holy is theirs tied to another god or prophet figure yeah it's a very similar story in all three of these places that you've seen. Um, and none of them seem to think it's weird. Sure. The story of the charge goes back thousands and thousands of, I mean, it goes back into time in memoriam. These places have always had this magic within yeah. them that is place specific and centered, seems to be centered around their oracle. And Evie's not the first, well, I guess I should say this in character. Your sister's not the first speaker that's ever been annoyed. I mean, you guys probably all know this, but Evie's not the first speaker that Oasis is. I mean, they elect one every every time the old one dies. So you get she's just the best one they've ever had, right, probably because right, of her affinity. Right, because you know the the charge manipulation. Right, right. So somebody's always been talking to Oasis, and we, we've always had the. The charge is just, you know, we've been able to build things, but the true holds have made it easier. That's us. I mean, here's the question, right? Should we go back and get my mom? Like, no. is she in danger? Oh, we don't have any time is for she, that. Ugh. We don't. We don't. But Even so, if she is, what are we going to... Uh, right. The city falls. I mean, right. I think this is up to you, man. Weird dreams or not, <laughs> you're here. She's not. Let me let me uh, let me spool out a little bit of a theory here. All right. Twenty-five years ago, your mother comes into the city. Right. Twenty-five years ago, roughly, the war ends. The war with Nomad, Oasis, a a goddess of war and fertility. You trying to say that my mother's fertility is from? Oasis? In our dream, your mother woke. No memory of who she was, what she was. Hmm. She's up there. She's a fighter. She had many children. We're going down into a place where there's a lot of charge, but the bats, the bats are draining divine beings (laughs) of their essence. For Oasis. For Oasis. For Oasis. What if we go down there and there's an empty throne. What if your mother is some 
crucial piece of this whole mechanism. Then we're boned. Right. She took her kids and fucking left. Yes, she's not here. <laughs> but right. What if, so if what, it, but I have my mother's, you know, my mother's oh, blood. Shit. And, yeah, that's and how, true. You know how prophecies always work. Oh yeah, bloodlines. I've got the blood. I'm just wondering, what if they are draining malaria as sort of a, a stopgap measure? Because uh, Oasis produces the charge or generates the charge or something. Sure. She is gone, or a piece of her is gone because it's on the surface, it's in your mother. They're trying to fill that gap. What if we need to get my mom and put her in a chair? Or it's looking for her or someone like her to right. fill that place right. again. And I don't know what that means, but... But if there's a chair down there... I'm not sitting in it. The chair was a metaphor. I know, but if there is one. As you're walking, the two of you are are taking the lead because you're you're speculating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, That'll go well. Yeah. (laughs) You, uh, Torin, you run smack into a long, smooth wall that is slightly curved up and down. It's convex. Uh Uh-huh. And it's made of that same material that the wind chimes... The plastic. Uh-huh. And the key card. Uh-huh. Two lights come on over a door that's made out of this white hard... I'm just going to call it plastic. You guys don't know what it is, but people know what plastic is. And there's a little little uh, pleasant chiming, like ding, ding, ding. And another light comes on. A woman made of blue light stands in front of you and says... Welcome to Oasis. Please insert your keycard. 